Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Vero Ayati Flores, and we're two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week is all about our new music favorites. Yeah, and I am bringing the first track. This is from an old Radio Menea fave mm -hmm. artist from her newest album that just came out on May 31st. This song is called Perrea Conmigo, and it's by Tomasa del Real. So Tomasa's back. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I believe that we brought the first single off this album when it came out earlier. It's called Contigo, but her new album just came out. Again, I said May 31st, and it's so, so good. It's called TDR, you know, like Tomasa del Real. Ah. And <laughs> I really, really love it. I And I, I chose this song in particular because... You know, it both has that, like, neo-perreo aesthetic that she's been, like, developing and working on, this, like, sort of, like, futuristic auto-tune aesthetic, also this, like, deep old-school, like, vein, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they brought in DJ Blas, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this song is featuring DJ Blas. It's fucking classic. Are there more album releases, like, at this time of the year or something? Like everybody. I don't know. I feel like last week, like everybody yeah. released a fucking I do album. Feel that way. And like every, <laughs> almost every song we're bringing is from a new album. I think two of mine and like two of yours. So, and maybe there's something about like late spring, early summer that everyone's like, now is the time to release an album. Yeah. I think everybody's getting to that summer, summer flow. Yeah. And this one is like definitely like part of that. Mm -hmm. This song in particular, I feel like it's giving me like 2004 in the future <laughs> vibes. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> like 2004 era reggaeton, pero like if you like put it in the future, okay. that's okay. what this feels okay. like to me. I'm into that. And it's just like you know, like, makes you want to, like, perrear bien sucio, like, on, like, literally anybody who's nearby, you will do. That's great. <laughs> That's good for an early summer vibe. Also, yeah. just in time for Pride season. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Find you a gay y perrear hasta abajo, because this song is the one. I have to say I'm super sad because there's a Pride party happening in D.C. this coming weekend, because D.C. Pride is, like, the, well, like, Black Pride in D.C. is Memorial Day, so it just passed. And then, like, mainstream Pride in D.C. is the first weekend of June. And Bambona is coming for an Orgullo Tropical party that's, like, Cute. literally a block from my house. And I am not going to be here. And I'm so sad. Oh, no. I know. That's very sad. It's really sad. So if you're in D.C., yeah. you should go to that party. I'll put a link in the show notes to it. It's also a bunch of local <laughs> DJs like Alex D.B. and Christy Rad, all these, like, really rad um, Latinx DJs. But also Bambona, who I'm obsessed with. And... 
definitely would be a good place to do some perreo with whatever like pride crush you find over the weekend yeah yeah and we recorded an episode with bimbona mm-hmm. so we will sh- link that mm-hmm. in the show notes as well if you want to yeah. know a little bit more about her i was like crying on on her instagram stories about missing her party she's like it's okay i'll be back at the end of the month i'm like great so apparently she's coming back to see <laughs> so don't despair well this album i think would definitely be a good fit for some like tropical pride mm-hmm. sluttiness yeah. you know yeah um, and you know, I think this whole album with the TDR album is, I really, really love it. It's like, you know, she's just continuing to explore and evolve her sound and just like seeing how far she can push things. Right. Like on this album, she goes like full, like perreo duro, right? Like, mm-hmm. so I think for those of you planning on enjoying like a sexy summer, a slutty summer. I think this is for you. I highly approve. I think that would be a good theme for an episode, like slutty summer. <laughs> Maybe we should yes. Do Maybe we should do that. Slutty summer is like a good theme for life. <laughs> <laughs> and for people who don't remember about Tomasa, what can you tell folks about her? She's yeah, Chilena. Tomasa del Real is, yeah, she's Chilean. She's from the far north of Chile. And she's been, like, going at this for a minute, right? She started sort of just, like, recording songs in her bedroom, like, doing things, like, real low-key on her laptop and just, like, sort of blew up from there. She was a tattoo artist and her songs started to go viral and, uh, you know, just get traction. And so she's like, oh, shit, like, I can do this, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and it's been it's been really fun following her and, like, watching her grow. That's awesome. She, is she still a tattoo artist? Do you know? I don't know if she's still a tattoo artist. I don't know. I like that combo hustle. Yeah. <laughs> Tattooing and music. That's really cool. But yeah, I think that this is like going to be one of my summer, summer albums. Nice. For sure. Nice. And is the whole album very different than this track? Does it all kind of have a similar vibe? Like, how did you feel about the album overall? I mean, this is definitely has like a little bit more of like an old school streak because DJ Blas is on it. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's all sort of like exploring like this like new, this Neo Perreo uh, vibe that she's been doing for a while, right? It definitely sounds like Tomasa del Real, but it sounds like her evolving and um, and exploring and going new places with it. So if you like if you like this track, I think you like the album. Yeah, I think the theme of this new music episode is new albums because there's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah a lot of them. <laughs> So my first pick for this episode is from a brand new album, and this is Maluma, and it's called Once PM. Once de la noche todavía no contesta. Una en la mañana todavía no hay respuesta. Dos de la mañana me dice que está dispuesta. Tres de la mañana yo te tengo una propuesta. Cómo hacerte entender. Tú te ves mejor Que en mi carro tú te ves mejor El cuarto huele a Cristian Dior Eres muy bonita para llorar por él No merece que seas fiel Ni tampoco tu piel Bebé, cómo hacerte entender Que conmigo tú te ves mejor Que en mi carro tú te ves mejor El cuarto huele a Cristian Dior Eres muy bonita para llorar por él no merece que seas fiel, ni tampoco tu piel. Él no va a extrañarte, tampoco va a pensarte. Dice que está ocupado en cosas más importantes. La nube que no deja ver el sol brillante. No lo dejes que te apague. Yeah. 
No lo dejes que te apague Cómo hacerte entender Que conmigo tú te ves mejor Que en mi carro tú te ves mejor El cuarto huele a Cristian de oro Eres muy bonita para llorar So this is the title, I think you consider this the title track, um, on his new album, which was released on May 17th. It's called Once Once 11.11. Um, I haven't gotten to spend a ton of time with the new album. It's also really long. I think there's like 16 tracks, but I did get to, oh, damn, okay. yeah, it's, it's a little long. I did get to like kind of spend some time with it while I was prepping for this episode. And it has a ton of collabs. Um, some are fun. Some are kind of interesting. So like Ricky Martin, Osuna, Nicky Jam, Zani Lennox, Ty Dollar Sign, and then Madonna. <laughs> which is which is like unexpected yeah. unexpected i i haven't been able to make myself listen yeah to that. <laughs> i listened to it it's weird have you followed her musical career at all like i think i stopped listening like in the 80s or something you know like have you been keeping up with her at all no yeah. no i think that the last time i like really truly listened to madonna was when she had her little comeback in the early 2000s or whatever yeah i didn't or the late 90s right. i didn't follow but, that either <laughs> i don't think um so yeah i'm not i'm not a huge like madonna stan i'm like you know i don't have a ton of opinions about her but it was it felt a little random and i did listen to that track and it's weird i think her voice she's either doing like a strange accent or she's like auto-tuning her voice Ew. Yeah, I think it's auto-tune. I don't think it's an accent, but it's still weird. I don't know. I wasn't feeling it. I didn't find it super interesting. But it was kind of like a good single anthem. It's all about, it's kind of like in the mejor sola que mala acompañada vein. Um, so, yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, it's called Soltera. So I liked like the lyrics, but I didn't actually like the song, sounds of the song very much. Um, but I did really like this, yeah. this track. I think a lot of the the tracks on this album have, and and actually a lot of the reggaeton I'm bringing to this episode, like has this very like chill, smooth kind of feeling to it, which I like. It's like it's different than some of the stuff that hits really hard, but um, but I find it kind of like enjoyable and like can kind of get down to it, and maybe has a little bit of like a a different kind of summer vibe. Mm, but that's why I felt mm -hmm. about this song. Like it's just like you know, it's got a smooth beat to it. It's like easy listening, but not in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> this reggaeton. totally is easy listening to reggaeton. Easy listening to reggaeton is Maluma. That's like the category. Yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. But there's other <laughs> people who do it too. I feel like Balvin does it. You know, oh, like they yeah, don't yeah. only no, do it. He's not but the they only do. one. He's not the yeah, only one. He's but. not alone. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm here for easy listening to reggaeton. He also kind of got <laughs> called out, not in a bad way, for this being like more romantic, which is interesting. I don't know. I don't necessarily think of him as not romantic in the past anyway. But yeah, this one was released as like the second official single from this album. HP was the other single that was released earlier, but this one was dropped with the album alongside the album as a single. Mm -hmm. I'm going to link in the show notes a better, like more comprehensive review of the album by Susie Esposito in Rolling yeah. Stone. Yeah. Because she goes way more in depth. Um, I suggested maybe we should do this as an album episode and you were like, no, he's cheesy. <laughs> yeah. I think Maluma is like a little too corny for me these days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what do you think it is about him that makes you feel like he's corny? What is it about him that makes me feel like he's corny? I mean, I mean, I just, I don't know what to, I don't know how to say that, right? Like, I feel like I can just, it's like, it's a vibe. Like, it's like, you're corny, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't but like, like. Balvin's not corny. Balvin's kind of corny. He's a little bit corny. Less corny than like Maluma. more here for him. Yeah. Less corny than Maluma, but Balvin's definitely corny. 
Maluma has also become like a meme, which sort of is out of his own control. But does that add to it? Like he's the whole just like no, Maluma I don't think so. Memes? No, I think it's just like he's just like this like pretty boy, right? And he's like very pretty, he's very pretty. And I think it's yeah. just like I feel like there's not a lot of substance there. Whereas like I think that like th- you know Balvin is corny, and um, but there's a little bit more substance there. I feel like his producer maybe like Sky Rompiendo like is. Maybe what brings it, like, I don't know yeah. how much he brings right. to the table, truly, but um, I, I think that it's just, there's not a lot of substance there it, for me, for Maluma, you know, I think that like, it, that, which doesn't mean that some of his songs aren't fun or whatever, but yeah. But I yeah. think that um, it, it's maybe like about that. It's just like really fluffy. Okay. All right. That's fair. I don't, I don't, I'm here for cheesy, so, and that doesn't turn me off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... So I thought it was interesting that title 1111 and Susie says it was inspired by like angel numbers, which is not a term that I'm familiar with, but she's it describes it as like a repetitive sequence that's deemed auspicious by spiritualists uh. <laughs> clinical definition of something. But, um, but I definitely grew up like every time the clock turned 1111, you like made a wish. Was that something that you grew up with? I didn't grow up with that. I mean, I like once I got to the United States, people did that, but like, I yeah. don't think in Venezuela people do that. Really yeah, also, like, weird. I think people have, like, watches with hands and clocks with hands, maybe, <laughs> like, uh, more than digital ones digital? when I was I had up. not thought about that. That's more of, like, a digital thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be, though. You could still do it on a regular clock. I know, but That's it's funny. not like you can see. It's like, oh, it's a, it's not, like, so obvious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I definitely grew up with that as, like, a, you know, friend, whatever. We, we would do it. And I have lots of memories of, like, staring at the, at the digital clock, yes turning to 11-11 and, like, making a wish. Usually I was wishing for a boyfriend, <laughs> which is kind of oh, sad. Oh, Paris. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm still me, just different. Something's gender. never changed. <laughs> I know. Something's kind of never changed. I know. I was reading through my, like, middle school journals recently because I was, like, at my mom's house, and I was like, wow. Wow. I wish somebody had, like, shaken me and been like, you can spend your life thinking about other things, but here we are. So, <laughs> I don't usually, I feel like it's very rare now that I will wish on 11-11. I'm definitely not wishing for a boyfriend anymore. But, <laughs> um, but I did like, I think the album's worth listening to. I mean, the Madonna song, like whatever, but um, I liked I liked a lot of the other tracks and I definitely think it's, it's worth taking a listen. And if you're interested in a better critical, like deep dive into it, go to our show notes and check out Susie's work because she knows a lot more than I do. All right, so my next track that I'm bringing is from another old fave. We brought him before, but um, it's been a minute. Another new album. This is called Dame Banda, and it's by Fuego. Violeta. Ella le gustó, dame banda. 
Fuego's brand new album. It's called You're Welcome, which like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. That's cocky. That's cocky. <laughs> you know what though? Like, it's real. It's real. Yeah. This is so yeah. good. I've always felt like Fuego's underrated. He's my trap chata king. So yeah. not, you know, this song, this song is obviously a trap chata track and Um, not all of the albums are like that, but um, yeah. not all of the songs on this album are like that, but uh, I love that fusion so much. And also he's the first person that I ever heard it from, right? I don't know yeah. for a fact that he's the first person who ever did it, but, right. um, you know, Se Te Nota by Fuego, which we brought mm -hmm. back, which we brought back in the day to um, our body episode, mm -hmm. um, yeah. we, it was the first time I ever heard Trap Chata and it like fucking blew my mind. I was like, absolutely, yeah. fuck yes, like yes. So, so I really gravitated to this song on the album, even though it's like a very like, it's a lot of different things on the album. You know, it's mostly, it's mostly trap, right? Pero también mm -hmm. there's like a little bit, like some R&B vibes, like he collabs with HL and like there's, um, you know, like a lot of, uh, you know, like some like songs that are bien perreables, you know, a lot of really mm -hmm. cool collaborations. So I would highly, highly recommend checking it out. Mm -hmm. Do you think your growing love for bachata, which I take lots of credit for and feel really yeah, good about. Yeah, you should take credit has for influence, it. Has influenced, yes has influenced your like appreciation for trap chata or that kind of I don't creating? know I think they, they came separately because I yeah. think that like it just like hit so hard I feel like actually trap chata has influenced my love for bachata bachata yeah, yeah. I could see that I could see yeah. it it's so good yeah Sete Nota is like one of my faves it's like on my like 100 playlist of just like top songs and I'm so excited for this one too Yeah, it's really, really amazing. And yeah, I just feel like Fuego's underrated, man. I think that like, I yeah. really hope that this new album um, really uh, gets some shine and gives him some shine. And, um, you know, it's just like, also, it's another album that's going to be like some cool fucking solid ass verano shit, you know, like mm -hmm. for me, like summer is like very like body, very like lit, very, um, you know, like heavy beats. So this really fits the bill for me. And, you know, like I have been in like this hole of personal turmoil over the last few months and yeah. listening to this makes me feel like summer could be like good and fun and careless, which, you know, it probably won't be for me, honestly, but, you know, like I can <laughs> pretend putting this yeah. album on helps me pretend. Yeah. I mean, you never know the summer. Yeah, yeah. you never know. You never know. We just passed Memorial Day. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's what the beauty of music is, right? It like it helps you either connect to what you're feeling or connect to where you want to be feeling, you know, and like give you a little bit of a, a journey into that and escape. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this back. Fuego, like I do think he's underrated because like I know Sete Nota, but I didn't, I was like Fuego, we never have Fuego before, you know, like I don't feel like I have his name. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's head not like, or like that I'm paying attention. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm excited about Fuego. I feel like he could make a name for himself if people get their heads out of their asses and, you know, Fuego is um, born in the United States. He, he's of Dominican descent. And in a lot of like the urbano scenes, like it's 
for some reason, there's a lot of Dominican influence, but not a ton of like really big Dominican artists. Um, mm. But but I'm I'm hoping that he's he's gonna be one of those. Yeah, that would be but great. if not, who cares, right? Like La Fama que right. importa, you know. Like I just like right. hope like he gets like the fucking cred he deserves. Right, and and like paid enough to keep doing it. Yeah, <laughs> <You> exactly. <know? laughs> I did see this on my um, the Spotify like new releases, like Friday new releases playlist has been doing me really good lately, and mm. I did come across this. Yeah. Um, so and there's just I have so like much a sort of like a right like a weird. Um, and like philosophically against algorithms figuring out my music for me and not because yeah. I don't know why like it's just like there's something that like a resistance in me yeah. so like I like I don't want to like look at what Spotify thinks I like I think that it's right. like also based on like when Pandora first came out it's like oh I would put in like you know an artist that I liked and then like it would play all this music that I hated and I was like oh the music that I like is really very close to music that I hate, <laughs> you know, like, oh. it's like, it's not like, I don't know, like, I feel like, obviously, Pandora has probably evolved a lot in the last, like, 15 years, but um, I was just like, no, and ever since then, I've, like, shut down, I'm just like, no, 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 I, I get to figure this out myself, but. You just, you just don't want to be predictable. Yeah, maybe, uh, even though I'm sure I am. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, we're all different in the same way, you know, I don't know, um, yeah. these, like, subcultures, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I just don't, I really don't, I've never been super attuned to like new music coming out. It just feels like such, I mean, I've, I've, I have questions about Spotify in terms of how artists are compensated and whether the business model like oh, allows yeah. them to do what they need to do. Like that's my main c- concern about Spotify. But like if the computers can figure out what I'm going to love, like I'm here for it. Like Yeah, what, yeah. There's you know. um, a newsletter that I get, um, that I sign up for called Penny Fractions. And mm-hmm. it's about like Spotify and like, you know, all these streaming services and the ways artists get paid and don't get paid and sort of like that business model. It's really fascinating if you're interested in that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I'm happy to pay for Spotify because I want the artists to get paid, but I know that the like right. it really benefits the big people and it really hurts yeah. the like small folks, which yeah. is true of like most of these industries. Yeah, but, most systems really. But capitalism. I'm here for Psy. that algorithm. <laughs> like, tell me what I'm gonna like. You know, it's fine. Great. That's um, great. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I support you in whatever way you want to find music. You it's more <laughs> labor-intensive. <laughs> um, what do you got next for us? All right, so this next one is also I think you could probably classify as like easy listening reggaeton. (laughs) I'm going to start. This is going to be a thing I'm starting. Um, It's uh, Nueve by Jacob Forever.
I'm bringing all reggaeton to this episode, and I'm not ashamed. Why um, there were so many. Not, you know. There are so many Tis new. The there's season. so much good new tracks. I know, I know, and maybe reggaeton just like the industry has more money. I don't know, but they're putting out a lot of music. Um, this is the first track off a new album by Jacob Forever, who we brought before. He's like a Cubaton, you know, Cuban reggaeton singer, like from La Isla, and his hit Hasta que seque el malecón was like one of my is one of my top faves um, and it came out in 2016 and it's still like on heavy rotation so <laughs> I was excited to see a new album um, but yeah I feel like this is is kind of in the Maluma vein a little bit of like an easy like, you know chill this smooth is a little less corny I really really like this one actually good yeah. I'm glad I, yeah it feels like I it's mean, like slower you know I do I yeah. like a slow reggaeton you know yeah like a slower it's still sort smooth. of but this is like yeah. sexy you know it's yeah. not like I feel like for me, reggaeton is like sexy. It's not like, I mean, there's like a place, I guess, for like every kind of reggaeton, like including maybe like romantico. Luis but Fonsi. for me, like what really gets me <laughs> is like, it's like the sex, you know, I feel like that's mm-hmm. like so, that's like what it's Dembo so raw, about. you know, and like, it's, it's just that vibe. Like I really feel it. And yeah. I, I feel like this is like slow, but sexy and I really like it. Right. Yeah, I definitely think it's sexy. So this album might actually be considered an EP because it's only got seven tracks. It's kind of on the short side for an album, but can't stop it. This is this is what he put out. It's his first album, I think, in two years. Um, and yeah, I just really like him. And uh, you know, Cubaton sort of is its own little like subgenre. Um, right, but, right. And there's a lot of artists that I really like in that that could be categorized as Cubaton. I didn't get to spend a ton of time with the album, but I did listen through. And, like, I don't think there are any huge, huge hits. Like, the Malikon song is, like, his biggest hit so far. But there's a lot of tracks that I enjoyed. And um, he a couple of collabs, like, one or two, but not. It's not, like, you know, Maluma level where he's collaborating with everybody in <laughs> their mom. Madonna. Yeah. There's no Madonna on this one. <laughs> I think that's probably for the best. Yeah, I think so. Sorry, Madonna. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. No. Sorry, not sorry. I don't need yeah. you to be in reggaeton. I'm cool. We're cool. Stay in your lane, girl. But I'm glad you liked this. Yeah, I, I think Jacob Forever is pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. So my next song is a big change of pace. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it is by Vanessa Carrion Opsen de Harper, and it's called The Thrush.
Okay, so a totally different direction. Ya saben yeah. como soy, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, which one of these is not like, like the other? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm feeling all these, like, analog electronic textures. I'm feeling this moodiness, right? Um, this is a song about mourning and loss, which is something I can connect to right now. But most importantly, I feel like it's really beautiful, Um, this artist is uh, of Peruvian descent, but she's based in Brooklyn. And um, I don't know, I feel like when I read her name, her name is mm -hmm. Vanessa Carrion Upson de Harper. It feels like so mm -hmm. fancy to me. It is fancy. It is <laughs> like, fancy. I don't know if in other places it's like this, but in Venezuela, like people who come from old money always say like all of their various last names, like as like a status right. flex. You know, like, right. oh shit, you're a Cisneros. Oh shit, like you're this. And I don't know. I don't know all the money names because my family is not that <laughs> but right. um but you know like the people who know all the last names know and they say them all and it's just like right. okay girl but you know maybe that's not what's going on here but it's just like what I like was brought back to like you know thinking about like all these like old money status flex people who say all their names mm -hmm. um but uh anyway this song is I think just like so gorgeous and sad and like really richly textured and it's got like this really beautiful layering of like both Peruvian folk music and experimental sound and obviously a really different vibe from some of the others that I brought today and I'm into but I just thought it was really cool and you know I like to keep you on your toes always always <laughs> I can usually tell by like the name of the song or the name of the artist if it's gonna be something super weird and this is called the thresh Is the, I didn't get to listen to the lyrics really. Is it about a yeast infection in your throat? It is not about a yeast infection in your throat. It's about like death and mourning and loss. But <laughs> I mean, thrush doesn't sound particularly pleasant. So no, no, I think they're unpleasant mm. in different ways, though. Probably. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> But oh, I know this is the first release in um, what's going to be a seven-song visual album. So that's mm. really cool. I read that it's. Um, The visual album is like filmed in this um, Peruvian cemetery where this woman's like ancestors oh, wow. are buried. And the whole thing, I think, is a meditation on like death and loss and mourning and stuff. So um, it's very, um, you know, it's it's deep and uh, poignant and stuff. And I'm, I'm excited to hear what the rest of it is going to sound like. Do you remember how you came across her music? Yeah, I came across her music on Remezcla. Oh. So shout out to Remezcla, man. Yeah. Also shout out to Eduardo, who's now like an editor at Remezcla, right? Yes, yes. So our, our friend, friend Isabelia, who used to be the music editor over at Remezcla, is going to grad school. So shout out to her um, mm -hmm. on her new journey. And Eduardo, who we've had on the show also a couple of times, um, is now taking over that position. So congrats, Eduardo. Yeah. We love Makes you. A lot of sense. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. And Isabella, I think, just had her first cover story. Yeah, Isabella just had her first cover story on The Fader, and um, about... it's about Rosalia, and it's right. really, really cool. We'll link it in yeah. our newsletter, so if you're not signed up for that. Yeah, go to the show notes. You can sign up for the newsletter. We like to include things we're reading and things we're into every week. So, yeah, well, I'm, it sounds like your, your summer is going to have lots of different moods. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. like this next yeah. to, like, the perreo, so, you know. We're complex, yeah. complex and layered humans. We sure are. 
All right. Well, let's listen to my last one. Yeah, this goes back to more of the feel of the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, but I hope you like it, actually. It's called Pega Pega, and it's by Tito El Bambino. Solo era una copa Y ya llevo como bien Tengo alcohol en mi cabeza Y no pienso como es Ay, Dios, mi novia está llamando Mi novia está llamando Y como le explico Que se están aprovechando Se están aprovechando Porque ando borrachito Y si ella viera como la chica Se pega, 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 pega Se pegó de mí se aprovechó le dije que tenía novia pero no le importó no le importó ella es una abusadora me vi seguro no fui yo le dije que tenía novia pero no le importó igual se me pegó mi novia está llamando mi novia está llamando y como le explico que se están aprovechando se están aprovechando porque ando borrachito y si ella era como la chica se pega Actually, interestingly, like we both did two songs from new albums and one song from an upcoming, like a single from an upcoming mm -hmm. album. So this is mm -hmm. in that vein of like, and we didn't plan that. Hey, um, this is a single that's going to be part of an upcoming album that's going to be released in August. And I was excited to see this because I really like Tito Bambino, but like from back in the day and right, the stuff he's right, been putting exactly. out the last few years, I've like not been feeling at all. Um, but this I really liked and, and it's pretty different than his other stuff. Um, but yeah, this I really, really liked. So like I said, it's the lead single from this album and I'm excited to see what else the album has. It reminded me a little bit of Dura, the Daddy Yankee oh, kind of yeah. hit. The video also that. has that similar like aesthetic, yeah. with, like neon yeah. colors. That like mm -hmm. color palette is like very mm -hmm. like, you know, sort of like the color, summer color palette I'm going for this yeah. summer. Yeah, I'm I mean, it's like, definitely to like feel happy via what I wear. So. Yeah, neon. Definitely that's like super on trend. And yeah, I think it's because the chorus has this like really fast, hard hitting beat in both of them because they have very different sounds because Dura has like a dance hall kind of situation going on. But um, but but uh, yeah, I really like this and it's not anything like, you know, if people remember some of his hits like Mi Cama Huele A Ti is one early hit that I really liked. He also has one called Barquito that I brought one time. Like right. kind of softer, more romantic situation. But he also, um, I mean, he's got a lot of hits from the early days when he was part of um, a duo, he was, he was Tito from Hector y Tito, um, until like from like 96 to 2004, they were a duo. And then he started his solo career around 2006. And I got into him in that era, like when he went solo. Um, but when he was part of Hector y Tito, he had a bunch of hits. Um, and then, so it's kind of fun to see him like trying to come back. And that's sort of what the media about this album has been, or this song has been. It's like, oh shit, here's, here he is. Maybe this is actually going to be a comeback for him. Cause he's been doing his thing, but just not making much, much waves. I don't think. Um, but yeah, the video is fun. It was formed, it was filmed in Medellin. He's Puerto Rican. So it's just like more evidence that like the center of reggaeton is Medellin now. Um, and all, even the Puerto Ricans are going to Medellin to make music and to be part of the scene there. And I think that must be mostly economic really for that, why that shift is happening. Mm -hmm. For he, sure. He looks 
a little bit like Spock, though, on this uh, the cover of this album. <laughs> he's got like kind of a a strange look. His like he's got these little like kind of like dude bangs. Yeah, he looks like ears. a he looks like a friar. He's got that yeah, <laughs> like that like I, a, yeah. Unwin has that same like friar haircut. Yeah, <laughs> Probably I needs don't to, like, like it. Shave the middle part. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I'm like somebody should. It's not my favorite look. It's not my favorite look. Work with you. Yeah, it's not my favorite look either. But. But yeah, I really like the song. It makes me want to dance. Like I just, I think it would be a really good. For yeah, the this dance is cute. I'm, in, I'm feeling it. Good. He's he's out there trying to to make his comeback. I think. So right. we'll see what else the album has to offer when it comes out in a couple months. Well, thank you all so so much for listening. Yeah, we hope that this gives you a lot of new albums to check out um, and some music to start off your summer. Yeah, yeah, get the summer playlist started. As always, the information about all these songs and the videos is in the show notes at RadyManan.com. And make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah, and sign up for our newsletter for other cool bits. Yeah, every Friday we just I send a short email with our latest episode and then these little tidbits of things that we're we're into or up to or reading all right y'all have a good start of your summer gracias for listening and hasta la próxima ciao Ha, 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 ha.